I've always wondered about a set of passages. Maybe to you they don't mean much, but they've always kind of triggered me wrongly. And it's in John 7. Jesus is talking in the King James, and he says to the Jews around him, My doctrine's not mine, but his that sent me. Well, I get that, okay? He only spoke of his father and what his father's will was, not his own. But then he says, and he adds to that in verse 17, if any man or anybody will do his will, meaning the will of the Father, they shall know of the doctrine whether it is of God or whether I speak of myself. I'm not troubled by the doctrine and whether it's of God or whether Jesus speaks of himself. I trust that the things Jesus taught were all from his Father. But in my limited understanding of things, I've always been troubled by the teaching that says, if any person will do his will. And the reason I have trouble with that is that it feels like the onus is upon the individual to perfectly do the will of God in order to know if the, if the, if the doctrine is true or not. And being raised in religion, I've always had a difficulty with doing the will of God. I'm like Paul, you know, my flesh doesn't do what, what I uh, want to do in my heart, and the things I don't want to do, my flesh does. And so when Jesus says, if anyone will do the will of God, I've always been perplexed because my response to that line is, I can't do the will of God, dang it. If I could, then, you know, I would be okay, but I can't. I, I fail in some area of doing the will of God. So it troubles me. I interpret the passage as saying, Sean, if you want to know the truth of a doctrine, then you have to do the doctrine. That means if you want to know the truth of paying tithes, then you have to pay your tithes. If you want to know the truth of obeying a Sabbath day, you have to obey a Sabbath day. If you want to know this or know, know that, you've got to do it. And so extrapolate it out and take it down to the essentials of faith. It also seemed to suggest that I had to act on my own. And I had to prove through my actions that I would do his will. And then, on, and, then and only then would I know whether it was really true and good or not. So it's always troubled me because I don't believe that the overall message of the apostolic record says this. So the other day while studying, I decided to do some homework. And when I compared the King James Version to most other translations of that passage, I found that almost every translation that's not the King James says this. If anyone, excuse me, if anyone's will is to do his will. If anyone's will is to do his will. Not if any man will, but if anyone's will is to do his will. You see the difference? The King James Version says, you've got to do his will in order to understand if it's true. But the other versions say, if it's your will to do his will. Oh, that's a different story, isn't it? We all who seek God, to please God, to know God, have a will to do his will. We all want to do that. Doesn't mean we can. Doesn't mean we will. But we have the desire to do his will. 
that's such a different story, isn't it? And so if you're bogged down with sin or you can't live perfectly and, and you're making mistakes, don't let that little passage trouble you because remember, God looks upon the heart. If your will is to do his will, that's the beginning. That's the start. That is everything because you at least desire. It's interesting that the, the word repent, uh, metanoia in the Greek, does not mean to change your actions. It's what most religionists think. It means to change your mind. Okay, And so if your will is to do his will, your mind has changed. You want to do God's will. You're just not going to be able to perfectly do it. But that presents us with a, a much better picture of what God is looking for in people who seek diligently to know him. They have a will to do his will. They're not perfect in it, but they want to. Do you see the difference? And when that light came on through those, I really realized that it's the desire within human beings not the ability to carry it out perfectly that God wants, that desire. And the approach of that is whomever from the heart is at least willing to do the will of God. And from that line, we can just divide the people that God is going to work with versus the people that he doesn't. Someone may go to God and pray, oh, let me have this, help me with that, I'll do this, I'll do that. But he knows they're not willing to do his will. Perhaps they are met with silence. Perhaps they never get any kind of spiritual directive from him because he knows that they're not willing to do his will. But then perhaps there might be the most degraded person on earth whose heart wants to do his will. He knows that. And he works with them and he helps them and he assists them in the life that they've been given. We're not about performance. Not doing the will of God is the way it is for all of us because we are imperfect and we can't. But these insights speak to the notion of free will in every human being. To the notion that God judges the heart. And if you're a person who pursues God diligently because you want to do his will, you desire to, you have a head start in the game of knowing God and serving him that is miles and miles ahead of someone who just says, I go to church every Sunday and I try to obey the commandments, you know, but their heart's really not in it. You guys have a great week. We love you.